Original content. Content. Compelling discussions. Audio on demand. This is a Podcast 225 production. Synonyms of the word change. change. Alter. Make different. Become different. Adjust. And every day, we evolve. We adapt. We change. And this is where we talk about it. This is The Clay Young Show. Welcome back to the show, y'all. It is fall. It's so fantastic outside. Haven't been able to really, really enjoy it. But the last couple of days have been absolutely blissful. But don't you worry. I'm going to get it in this weekend. All this sunlight and lack of humidity. So fantastic. So glad to have you here for what I think is going to be a fantastic conversation with people who are actually making a a difference, actually boots on the ground, both literally and figuratively impacting young people and building bridges. Today, we're going to talk with Sergeant Elvin Howard, John Smith. You know, John, John can be in a room and be called John Smith, Fred Smith. Y'all will understand when he's in the studio in just a moment. And Ryan Clark. No, not Ryan Clark, who played in the NFL, who is on ESPN, who's actually been on the show before, too. A barber who is also a rock star who's a part of this. And our special, special guest, I will leave for him to introduce himself when he's standing at the mic in only moments. It's a great program that you need to know about, and hopefully you will choose to get involved with it because, again, it is a part of the solution. Can't wait to get to it. Expecting mothers and fathers? Family Rose Healthy Start Community Action Network wants you to stay healthy as we deal with the reality of COVID-19. Here are five tips to help you and your unborn baby. Keep prenatal visits to ensure good health of you and your baby. If you need help, Family Road Healthy Start has case managers who provide one-on-one support and is enrolling expecting mothers and fathers now. Stay safe by washing your hands before or after any encounter. You, your family, and children children should wear masks in public. Pregnant moms, stay home if possible. If not, limit all outings and keep any additional family members such as your children home. Stay informed by getting all current information on COVID-19 from trusted resources. And finally, stay prepared in the event you may develop symptoms or test positive for the coronavirus. For additional information, visit womans.org. To enroll in Family Road Healthy Start, call 201-8888 and give your baby and family a healthy start. We'll get through this together promote your business or organization on podcast 225.com podcast 225.com is quickly becoming a weekly tradition for louisiana listeners every month thousands hear the weekly clay young show every week clay sits with some of the state's most fascinating and entertaining people Posting your company's logo on the podcast225.com website or having a professionally produced commercial air on The Clay Young Show is a great way to access a loyal and informed audience. Get more information by calling 225-214-1550. That's 225-214-1550. The issues, the policies, the people. This is The Clay Young Show. All right, back with a program that I think is absolutely fantastic. It involves community, uh, relations with law enforcement and young people, and a nice fresh haircut as well. And I just tell you, I'm excited to talk to you all about it. We, we're doing it on the podcast here. We're also doing it on the TV show. It's Barbers, Books, and Badges. 
And in studio with me, I have Sergeant Elvin Howard with the Baton Rouge Police Department and John Fred Smith with the 100 Black Men. Who's, he is a staple in Baton Rouge, especially downtown Baton Rouge. If you know him, you'll see him walking down there all, all the time. That's probably because there's nowhere to park. Uh, and also with us in studio is, you want to introduce yourself? Go ahead. My name is Matthew Augustus. Matthew Augustus is in studio with us. And Ryan Clark, the man with the plan, the barber, is on the phone. Hey, man, what's going on? All right. Glad to be here with you guys today. So let's talk about it. What is Barber's Books and Badges? Who wants to, who wants, John, you want to jump in first? Yeah, I think, thank you very much, Mr. Young. I'll jump in first on this. And um, it was an initiative that actually came out of a conversation at the barber shop. Uh, and it's based around recognizing the importance of reading comprehension and the effects of trauma on the success of our area youth. Mm -hmm. And then several organizations began to come together and join forces uh, in this project entitled Barbers, Books, and Badges. And the participating organizations include Recast Baton Rouge, Baton Rouge Police Department, AmeriHealth Characters, Louisiana, 100 Black Men in Metropolitan Baton Rouge, First United Methodist Church, William Coates' Barbershop, and the Bridge Agency. Mm -hmm. uh, and if I could just take a moment to talk about the focus of the program, sure. that may help set the yeah, stage yeah, for yeah. today. The, pro uh, the focus of this program is to heighten the interest in reading, but not just reading, but reading comprehension. A lot of times we think it's reading, but it's the reading comprehension part that actually makes the difference. Can right. you tell me what it is that you read? Right. Uh, so we focus on, the, on that reading uh, comprehension part. Uh, the other thing we feel that's important about this is it's coupled with the identification of possible areas of trauma, which might be affecting our youth in the community. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times we don't realize what's going on underneath the surface. Right. So by us having some insight and conversations into that, it may help us. And we think this is a viable strategy designed to improve academic performance as well as civic behavior. But also, uh, this initiative also encourages the facilitation of positive interactions between law enforcement officers and area youth. As we know, that's kind of a little tension right yeah, there. Man. But if we can sit down and have a conversation, a generic conversation about, tell me what you read. What right. is it that you, you heard in the book? That helps build that relationship between law enforcement and our youth. Uh, and this past Saturday, a group of us got together and spent some time with about 18 youth who are in the initial phase of this particular program. Wow. I mean, and how long have y'all been doing it now? Well, we've well, been talking about it. <laughs> so, ahead, so, so I remember, Sarge, we were together at a, uh, after a meeting in New Orleans for the Police Athletic League, and, and we're starting our Baton Rouge one. I noticed that polo you have on. We're going to have to have a conversation about this after we do the podcast. But right. you mentioned this program to me back then, that it, that it was something that was going on. I told you I thought it was a great idea, but what's the history? Yeah, that's that's the history. Um, I actually get my hair cut at Cozy's okay. Barbershop. Um and um, Ryan Clark cuts my hair. He, yeah. does a, he does a good job, but yeah. we we develop a good friendship and uh, relationship throughout the years. Right. And um, I was in there one day getting my hair cut, and he knows of my relationship with um, with with community service yeah. and Baton Rouge Police Department. Right. I'm I'm actually the recast coordinator for the police department, which is a, um, a grant through the mayor's office, right. Re Resiliency and Community After Stress and Trauma. Right. So he's familiar with some of the programs that we've started at the Baton Rouge Police Department with the summer youth camps and um, bingo with the badge with the with right. the seniors right. and the homeless events. So he's he, he was familiar with, with my love for, you know, doing programs for the community. Right. 
And um, he told me that himself and, and Fred over here, John, mm. as I know him, <laughs> called him Fred or John, um, <laughs> were, had some conversations about starting a, a, a reading comprehension mm-hmm. um, program in a barbershop, but they wanted law enforcement included. Right. And with my relationship with, again, recast mm-hmm. and, and dealing with trauma, I, I am very aware of the fact that trauma is one of the leading causes of some of the negativity that's going on. on the streets. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. So the, let's, let's talk about how the program works. So if, if, if someone is wondering, how does a kid go from you know, reading to getting the haircut? How to, tell us how it works. Well, actually, what we will do is we were talking about we have this program going on, and we'll ask a young man. That's uh, right. Just like Mr. Augustus here. You know, <laughs> we don't ask him, does he like to read? We say, you know, how about this? Right. What, what, what if you read a book? Told us what it is that you read, mm-hmm. you know, text title and license. What was the title of the book? Some key points of the book. And then for doing that, what we will do is we will give you a voucher for a haircut. Right. So, but you have to give us this information first. Right. So that's you have the to way earn it. it really evolves. You have to earn it. You so they're earn earning it. it. You have to earn it. So I'm going to get to, I'm saving the best for last over here with Matthew. We'll get Ryan on. So Ryan, man, this is what you do. This is, this is your art, you know, cutting hair and taking care of people and deciding to be a part of this. Tell me why you want to be a part of this. It was an easy decision, uh, Clay. I'm I'm involved with the youth all day, and I'm asking them, you know, uh, what's going on with their life, how they doing in school, and, and in some cases I see the need uh, that some kids just need a little direction. Mm-hmm. So in talking with John, <clears throat> we came up with this deal that maybe we can get them to read. Uh, and, and give them some incentive for reading. And that's when all the pieces just start coming together. I want to thank everybody who had a hand in with this. Elvin, uh, the 100, uh, uh, the people behind the scenes. Uh, we were on a lot of Zoom calls with a lot of different people as well that came together that, that made this possible. Uh, the church uh, pitched in with the books. Uh, uh, some other officers pitched in with the shelves. So everything just came together. Uh, Matthew's mother, she even tried to come up with an idea to come up with a name for it, you know. But right. So it was a steady evolving every day. And uh, just being a part of the youth uh, life, cause, you know, we all need uh, a, 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 a village right. to raise raise these children. And I'm just glad to be a part of their lives. You know, Ryan, I think for people, most people who, who don't know, a barbershop is kind of really the epicenter of a community because of how much time you spend there. And, and I'm sure as a barber, you get to see generations of men, you know, males, men, you, you know, young boys come to you, get their hair cut, they grow up, they bring exactly. their sons back. So touching the community in all these years, kind of talk about what it is and what you see in the culture and why you you feel like we have to reach these kids even if they're not in our own homes yes so i think we chose a good age to reach them at Mm -hmm. and uh because they're like a sponge at that age five six seven year old all the way up to 10 12 year old uh some decisions uh are being made um and uh, let's just say you know uh they're not good decisions all the time right so uh and it all boils down to education i believe yeah um um you reach one and you're teaching yeah and and then he'll know how to respond uh to different little things that come about under his everyday life 
So, Matthew, uh, let's let's talk to you now. You, I know you've been a part of this program. I know you're a, you're a reader. You're a well-spoken young man. Tell us about yourself. Well, <laughs> well, well, I like the barber shop because cause, cause every day when I go there, I get my hair cut and it looks just like me. <laughs> and also... I wish this was television. <laughs> so do you like you like to read, right? Yeah. What, what's your favorite book to read? What's your favorite type of book to read? Well, well the one I like to read was was mostly green eggs and ham. <laughs> green eggs and ham. All right. I, I think I remember that book. <laughs> yeah. So and and I think that it's great that they're doing this and a young man. What do you want to be? What do you want to be when you grow up? Well, I'm not sure, but I take the guitar lessons, so I might be a music star. Yeah. Well, right. at your age, the I'm not sure part makes you smarter than most. <laughs> 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 Don't make up your mind until you have something to make it up about. Uh, you know, Ryan, man, I think you you mentioned it earlier. It takes a village, and you know, Sonny and I, Elvin and I have, have spent some time talking about the community and obviously Fred's been involved forever if if more people don't get involved and I'll start with Ryan and I got want you guys to chime in too if more people don't get involved with these kids the things that people complain about every day will never change right correct and, and I think if you look at the list of people that came together when we start talking about this everyone said I want to be a part yeah and what they've done is they have reemphasized something we all know. If everyone just does their special piece mm-hmm. and do it together in conjunction with others, and it comes about. Uh, the other thing, what I did not get a chance to mention here is that uh, this whole initiative is in recognition of Mr. Uh, Mr. Douglas, Mr. Reginald Douglas, yeah. who was a former principal at Struma High School who passed away in, in 2019. So this, this whole thing is really kind of in recognition of his commitment to giving back. And the last part I want to say about that is in the 100, we have this mantra of what they see is what they will be. Yep. But what we've grown to understand is what reading allows our youth to visualize something past mm-hmm. what they see every day. And that's the other important about this. So now what they see is what they see in the book. Right. It allows them to have vision, not just sight. So those are some of the things that we all came together and everybody just brought their one piece. Mm-hmm. And then we have people like the young man that we have here today and other young men like Mr. Augustus. Look at him. He's saying me. <laughs> uh, who actually say, yes, I do want to read. I do want to have vision, not sight and help us work together to help them do that. You got to expose them to something other than what they see on a regular basis, as Fred's talking about. Exactly. Um, um, these, these are things they can touch. It's, mm-hmm. it's tangible. And and I know that um, uh, uh, in this day and age, you have social media, right. you have what you see on TV, right. or what people want you to see. Right. What do we want them to see? Right. As the people, the the people who are are building this bridge from the from the future, mm-hmm. uh, from the past to the future. Right. You know, what do we want to see for our kids, for our own? Right. You know, and and what what I want to see personally is that that them having a chance and believing in themselves because I think that's what's lost. A lot of times they they look at rap stars right. or they look at professional athletes, and those things are really not attainable. You know, but but what can we show them that they can touch, right. that they can feel every day? Law enforcement, um, we, we're encouraging law enforcement officers to go in and, and sit with these kids. I mm-hmm. talked to some of the parents on Saturday, 
and I and I, I let Ryan and the other barbers know that when you bring your child in for a haircut, give me a call. I'm gonna go down and sit right. sit in there with them and right. talk talk to the books, uh, talk to them about the books that they read, right. what they read about, and and also give them some encouragement and, and let them see that there are other avenues that they can be successful. And it's not necessarily what social media right. want you know shows them and and what they can what they see. Well, you know, if if you keep telling kids outside of athletics and entertainment right. that well-read, well-spoken, successful people of color, specifically black men, right. are, it's, that's an anomaly. It's a, if you keep telling a kid that it's impossible, right. n- not to mention the fact that there are literally millions of successful African-Americans in various areas of life, right. literally millions. Yeah. But if you keep telling kids it's an unattainable thing, right. it's harder for you to be at LeBron James's teammate than it is for you to own a successful business. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that is the rarest of the percentile. Right. And I always encourage kids. Something else, you know, and I've had this conversation with a number of law enforcement officers telling people if someone's in a store with a kid and they're acting up and they say, "You see that policeman oh, over there?" Man, I hate that. <laughs> I it's like you said. can't do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. That. So I think we do have to talk the language of success. We do, and, and surprisingly, man, when we were in the, in the barbershop, um, Fred can tell you this: uh, on Saturday, majority of the kids. When we asked them what they wanted to yeah. be when they grew up, they said they chose to be a police officer. <laughs> Man, I was shocked. I was shocked. I was like, "Wow!" So, so you know, when you when you have um, uh, you know chief of police like Murphy Paul yep. and and these other officers that they see on right. TV every right. day and talk to one on one, that's something attainable. That's something that they they can. They can touch, they can right. do, they can feel. So I want to make sure they touch us. I want to right. make sure we touch them in that barbershop, read with them, mm-hmm. um, interact with them, you know, play with them, whatever, but let them know that, you you know, you have other choices. You know, Isn't that you have, amazing, though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you almost passed out. I did. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm saying a high percentage of them, at least 35 to 50% of them. So I, they want I to be- think that's fantastic. Yeah. You know, yeah. and Ryan, back to you, man, when, when, when you – are talking to fathers and sons and just kind of listening to them interact about the Baton Rouge they see. What do you hear? Well, we we have hope. Mm-hmm. And I want to say through the barbershop, uh, we have hope. We all get together and they see us talking and getting along. And that's an example for them to see how real black men act and talk and think. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we we got police come through here. Chief Murphy Paul has been through here, <laughs> sat he, and he talking he, eight with him. Hey, look, he doesn't have any hair either. So I know you didn't give him a haircut. <laughs> Chief, Chief came and ate with him and talked to the community. He wanted to go and see what they thought about certain issues going Fantastic. on. And I really enjoyed that. Being the chief in here, we got plant workers. We have all different kind of people. The examples that they need to see in order to be successful in life. And that's just all we're trying to do. So, so what days do y'all normally have the kids over? Is it just on Saturdays? Saturday was just a, a really a, a rally meeting for us that we, we can get all of them together at one time, speak at the 100, mm-hmm. meet with the officers, uh, express any thoughts they have, uh, discuss trauma in a more in-depth uh uh, uh, faster there, and uh, just to see the kids excited about reading. Right. Yeah, right. but this this is a um, this is a this if if they're scheduled for a haircut, they come in for a haircut okay. any day. They can pick out a book any day right. of the week. Um, 
when they pick it out, if they want to sit there and read it there, again, I, I talked to some of the parents on Saturday. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I have community, I, I know I have, I'm kind of, we kind of thin at community policing sure, with the sure. police department. Right. But um, even if I can get some of the sheriff department officers just to come in and sit with the kids while, mm -hmm. while they read and discuss, I answer some questions or, or what have you. But um, another thing, another very, very important part of this, this, um, this program is the trauma aspect. Okay. And I know we didn't touch on it a lot, but, yeah. but again, um, um, adverse childhood experience syndrome. I went through the class. I mean, it's, it's real. Mm -hmm. And the things that kids go through while they're growing up really dictates what they go through. I'm talking about health related. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you have you have kids that are trying to find ways to feed themselves. Right. You know, the only food that they have is is when they go to, to lunch, mm -hmm. which they don't care for. So it's it's um, so these are the things that we need to get them to understand, get right. their parents to understand, because you had, then their parents are already living with trauma. Right. <laughs> lifelong with trauma. Yeah. So helping them understand that there is trauma, that nothing is wrong with you. It's what you've been through, mm -hmm. you know. So how can we help you get through some of the trauma, some of the things that you dealt with? Well, you think about here and I'm going to ask Matthew a question in a second. But you think about here in the last five years, just the last five years in yeah. the city of Baton Rouge, everything from natural disasters yes. to you know, local you know, civil unrest. If you if you're a child under yes. 10 years old in that time you can't you can't not see it right especially right. with social media making the world so much smaller now yeah and so the trauma aspect is real you know matthew you know tell me tell me about the program tell me what you think tell me some more about this program i just want to hear you talk okay <laughs> i think about the program is that it's good because black kids should be able to read and learn Oh, wow. Man, that's very powerful. Wow. That's very powerful. So, you know, the the thing that I I love about this, it, it the education aspect is important. Uh, it's it's really paramount. But man, it's the optics. Yeah, it's it's the look of it. It's everything about who's involved, and the hook is the kids are earning the bar, the, the haircuts. But can they come back more than once? Not only the kids, but the parents. I'm just just gonna say they're, they're, it's helping with them too, with their pockets. But they, they don't have to pay for a haircut. But but um, yeah. you, just like you mentioned, the optics. Um, we're taking pictures of the kids. Yeah, we're getting permission from the parents right. so we can put there. We have a wall of fame mm. in the barbershop. And what we're gonna do is take pictures of the kids who yeah. are involved in the, in the project. Yep. Put their name up on the wall. I mean, put their picture up on the wall mm -hmm. with the parents' permission. And when kids come into the barbershop and they're looking like, oh, what? Why are those kids? You know, they're wondering why are those kids yeah. on the wall. Yeah. They're on they're on the wall for something good. They're not in the post office. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's, wall. that's the worst wall to be on. Can <laughs> people donate books? Oh yes. Uh, as a matter of fact, going back to how this got started, yeah. uh, I remember first United Methodist Church, and when okay. I mentioned it to them, the way we did it was we had individual members of the church actually donate the books. Okay. So what we have right now is a pilot program and mm -hmm. we're trying to work out all the details and then we're going to move it to other barbershops so as we move it to other barbershops yes there will be a call out to the community uh, to donate some books which is a great segue into uh, Mrs. Douglas when we got to talking we say let's talk to a librarian what are the types of books that an elementary school young man would want to read Mrs. Douglas uh, Mr. Reginald Douglas's uh, um, uh, widow said I'll help you she gave us a list of books to go on Amazon and get mm -hmm. such that we would have books that any uh, young man, any age could feel comfortable. And that right. was important. Right. 
Don't just say you're in the fifth grade. This is a fifth grade book. You can pick any, pick any book. And to your point, the way it's working now is whenever they come to the barbershop, whether it's a, a Wednesday, Tuesday, yeah. Friday, they can select a book, read it, and bring it back. So it's not just on Saturdays. And what we're committed to do is kind of spend some extra time in the barbershop. Right. So when they come during the week, they will have this one-on-one time with mm-hmm. someone, not just just in the group. So what Mrs. It, Mrs. Douglas actually gave us the list of books. What about cash donations to this? If people want to like donate to this, and, and is there what's the mechanism? Uh, they would need to talk to Mr. Clark about that one. <laughs> <laughs> talk to yeah. Ryan. He's so, the keeper of the books. So, so Ryan, if somebody did want to make a donation, man, to give you money to offset some of the 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 cost or money you're not making or even help with whatever, how can they do that? Uh, step right up. <laughs> open, open your wallet, open your purse. Now we, when we were getting this program together, uh, John was like, put it out there, just kind of let them know. And when I was mentioning it, they were going in their pockets, giving us donations right then. So right. we've been taking donations and uh, I've been recording it. Uh, who and how much and, and, and ready to thank them. Well, man, um, and, and, uh, as I wrap this up, any final thoughts? And I'll start with Ryan uh, on, on since he's on the phone. Any final thoughts about this, Ryan? Look, we're building bridges to success, starting with our youth and hopefully on to the moon with this program. Yes, sir. And that's that's our um, to, to add to what Ryan's saying and, and what um, um, John actually said a little while ago. Uh, we we want to expand this program, so we're in the process. We got some heavy hitters with us. The Bridge Agency, you already know, mm-hmm. with Nicole Scott and um, AmeriHealth, Caritas, and uh, Recast, Baton Rouge, and some some other agencies. So I think I know a foundation that might want to contribute to. Yeah, we too. go. You and I talked about that before, <laughs> but I, I didn't get back with you for for various reasons. But yeah. we we have to have the mechanism in yeah. place to accept the donations yep. properly. Yep. And so um, we we're in the process of trying to figure that out. And, and I guess the other aspect of it, and I want to thank you, Mr. Young, for doing this, because there's another piece that sometimes we overlook, and that is the young Mr. Augustuses of the world, yep. giving them an opportunity to be showcased. Yep. Most of the times you see our young African-American males in the media or some places in a negative light 100%. or in entertainment. Yeah. Mr. Augustus is a, is a young man that yeah. we want to put out in front of the community as much as, and all the other ones like him, to say we have articulate Young black men oh 100%. who have yeah. positive visions yep. in life, yep. and it's up to us to partner with them yep. to help them achieve their goals. Couldn't have said it any better. Last word, Matthew. Anything you want to say before we wrap up? Well, <laughs> one thing. What's that? About trauma. When I when I know about trauma. Trauma. Mama yeah, saying trauma. trauma. <laughs> yeah, I know about trauma because because like when my uncle Tony. So I did the COVID. I felt I felt bad for him, mm. and when I lost my mom, my grandma, I felt I just felt like like sadness. Yes, and, and that's why we're doing this, such that and on the form we ask them, "What do you know about it?" Right. And when we can get those examples, then we can say, "Let's sit down and talk about that in a non-threatening way." So that's the other byproduct of this, and this is a prime example here, Mr. Augustus. Well, I tell you what, they're going to come and do the TV thing tomorrow. I know you can't because of school, but you know what? I owe you a tour of the set at the TV station, and you get mom can get with Sergeant Howard or or Fred here, and we'll get you to come by the TV set and take some pictures. All right. 
Okay. Good deal. Man, thank you all so much. Um, and, and well, if people want to ask or learn more about it, can they call somebody? Is there a place they can go or is that on the way? Yes, they can They can um, definitely call call me, Sergeant Howard. Uh, my, my um, well, they can email me. Let me give you my email. <laughs> I'm going to say, are you really about <laughs> to give my, out your phone me, number? Let me, I do. Even my work phone number is, 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 no. uh, is going off the chain. But, but um, they can definitely email me at el. Howard, E-L-H-O-W-A-R-D, at B-R-L-A dot gov. And that's my work email. Um, if they have any questions or, or interest in, in the program, um, please shoot me an email. And then I will give you my number. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all, gentlemen. I appreciate this. Thank you, Mr. Augustus, for joining us. Thank you, Matt. No problem. (laughs) The only interactive podcast in the capital city that lets you help solve a crime. There was a shooting. Okay, is someone shot? Yes, someone is shot. The Crime Stoppers podcast with Clay Young. Just some suspicious people running through the parking lot before. Real stories. It was my first love. Real crimes. Real people. Real justice. The Crime Stoppers podcast with Clay Young. Exclusively at podcast225.com. Executone of Louisiana has been helping businesses in Baton save money on their telecommunications for over 40 years. Executone will help businesses upgrade their phones and intercom systems, save money, and never have to worry about local customer support. Doctors' offices, hospitals, schools, businesses, it doesn't matter. All kind have depended on the good people at Executone to upgrade technology and save money. I have a question for you. Do you like saving money? Sure, of course you do. Here's another one. Do you want to keep the most up-to-date phone and intercom technology while saving money? That's what it's all about. That's a no-brainer. Don't get sucked in by out-of-town companies who are not here if you need technical support. Executone has been here, and they believe in the value of customer service, baby. Don't take my word for it. Give them a call, 225-295-3500. That's 295-3500. Oh, look them up. ExecutoneLA.com. Executone of Louisiana. They still here and they're going to continue to give you great service. Clay Young here with John Conroy, the founder and owner of Pest Stop, your do-it-yourself pest control solution. Exactly how long have you been wiping rodents off the planet? 26 years. 26 years? So let's talk about what you're going to do in the 27th year. (laughs) Well, you know, it's amazing. If you look at the reproductive cycle of a rodent, Mm -hmm. two rodents over a course of 12 months can become 3,400. What? Yeah. It's a serious problem and not something you want to take lightly. And the reason we get so many customers from the big box stores is because you can feed them buckets and buckets and it's like you're just feeding them. Mm. So you Mm. need to use what the pros use. You save a lot of money and you eliminate the problem. With all the construction and everything going on in the capital city region, people need to find this stuff. Where can they get it? Well, in Baton Rouge, we're located at 806 O'Neill Lane. That's about a block south of Old Hammond Highway. Or you can give us a call with any questions at 27347 Make your lawn, gardens, and even the inside of your house safe from rodents and pests at Pest Stop. Unedited, unfiltered, undisputed. You're listening to The Clay Young Show. That was fun. See, those kind of conversations are what I want to have more of. People who are out there doing great work in the community. I really appreciate Sergeant Howard and, you know, Fred Smith, man. Just absolutely a great guy. 
And then Matthew stole the show in here with all of his energy. I wish he was. Uh, it, I wish there was a camera in here to catch what he was doing, his mannerisms as he was talking. Such a bright young man. Got a chance to talk with his little brother who was asleep in the room while the interview was being recorded. And he was sitting in his mother's lap and sleeping the kind of sleep I wish I could get these days. You know what I'm saying? But it was very good to talk with them and even better to learn about such a fantastic program that's helping young people in this community. And I said it a second ago, I'd like to do more of that. And I think I will just because it's the kind of it's the kind of discussion we need to have. We need to talk about the solutions. We need to be talking about what we can do to get these kids moving in the right direction. And it starts with action. Conversation is one thing, but it starts with action. And this is action. This is action. Everybody complains about what they see in this community and in communities around the country. But how many people are actually getting off their backsides to make it better? The social media climate we live, you know, I'm not going to rant about it. You know what? I want to stay high. I'm going to stay high. Let's stay high. Let's stay. Let's stay on the high energy right now. Let's not go digging around where the trolls and and the haters and the bigots and the fools and the people who want to separate us are. Let's just let them have their real estate and we'll keep ours. Just again, uh, to remind you about this program that is so amazing. The coalition of organizations include Recast the Baton Rouge Police Department, AmeriHealth, the 100 Black Men of Metro Baton Rouge, First United Methodist Church, uh, the William Cozy Barbershop, and the Bridge Agency, good old Nicole Scott. Nicole is involved in so many things. She's leading the charge to bring the Police Athletic League back to Baton Rouge. People like her are why things are getting better. Her and the men who are in this room and all of the people involved. I'm looking forward to going down there and sitting in the barbershop and watching some of these conversations going on. And I encourage you to do the same thing. You know, Fred handed me this, this haircut voucher that they give to the kids. And it is the title of the book, the author of the book, two main characters in the book, theme or one thing they remember from the book. And they ask a question, what is trauma to you? And they define trauma. They ask a question, do you think you've ever experienced trauma in your life? And then it's the name of the kid, the date that they turn this in, the name of their parent, and then their contact information. And so this is, this is, this is it, man. On the TV show on Friday, if, it's, if you're listening to this before, before Friday at 7.30 p.m. or Saturday at 2 p.m. or 2.30, on the program, we're going to have Pat McAllister LaDuff. She's going to be on to talk about North Baton Rouge, and she is very candid always. And just to let you get a peek behind the curtain, as we are recording this now, I recorded that interview this morning with her, and it's a doozy. And she calls out a lot of things. She calls out issues of race. You know, the sheriff was on that TV show with me last week, and people get so offended When you talk about the fact that racism exists, but the fact that racism exists doesn't mean that every person is a racist on either side. It's a truth. Calling it out doesn't mean that you throw the blanket over everyone. 
Now, I prefer to talk more about solutions of how we fix things. But some realities are what they are. But that doesn't mean that, and just, let me go deeper on the candor, it doesn't mean that every white person hates black people or every black person hates a white person. I mean, for us to get beyond what's broken, we have to first see what's broken and then be about the business of fixing it. And these kids, like Matthew and kids his age, and a lot of the young people who are out there, they're going to change this world for the better, many of them, because they do want to work together. And we just have to be able to do the same thing. Weaponizing hate is not new. It's just a form of weaponry that technology allows now. And let's go old school and touch people, people who look different, coming together to fix what's happening in this community and what's happening in communities around the country. I think we can. I believe in the ability of of humankind to fix things if they just come together. And if you don't believe in that, the evidence is as recent as the aftermath of Hurricane Ida with all of the people who were leaving their homes, many of which had damage in their own homes to go help their neighbors who were in a worse situation than they. That exists. We are that too. And having our divisions and all the things that are broken shoved in our face by people who are miserable and have nothing to do during the day, but tweet and comment in comment sections, you know, let's quit giving them the, the attention. And with that, I appreciate you guys sticking around and listening to the show. Don't forget, again, you could subscribe. If you listen to the show, hit that subscribe button. Helps me out. Leave a comment about some of the shows that you hear and tell your friends about the Clay Young Show here at podcast225.com. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Clay Young Show.